This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Class. Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage bomb, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am doing fabulous, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm very, very good as well. There you go. So we're excited to be here talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock on WPHT Talk Radio and also online on Audacity so you can listen to us anywhere in the world. But uh, real estate is booming in Philly. So if you want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, mortgages, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, DM? Mark, my number is 609-605-7153. And we are here every week to keep the whole country informed about the media market, the real estate market that the media will not talk about. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, Good News in Real Estate. <laughs> One of the students called me, 499. So, at goodnewsinrealestate.com. So, what are we talking about today, Deanne? 499. No, sorry. Coming up on today's yeah. show, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A, and he's got a new topic today. He does. We also have Mark's funny story. Got a short one for you today. We have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Can I use the equity in my home to purchase another? Go, 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 go on. Okay. Mark, today we are so lucky to have Ken Murawski and Melanie Banks, not only as our sponsor, but also as our guest today. And they are from Century 21 Veterans, as well as Wooders Edge. Very good. We also have some questions. Yes. I ratified a contract and I am unable to get financing. Do I have to release the earnest money to the sellers? Ratified. Ratified. (laughs) That could be a new song. Next one is, in New Jersey, is the seller required to obtain a smoke cert in an as-is cash contract, or only if the property is being financed. Next question is, pending buyers of my occupied home are asking to see the house again. This is the third time, causing me (laughs) to clean and then vacate. Realtor says it's normal. Is it? 
<laughs> Next last question is, does a broker have the power of attorney to sign a seller's name to the contracts? Mark, we also well, there are some good ones. There are some good ones. We also have our topic of the day, which are myths buyers and sellers believe in the current market. And there's a bunch of them. But first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is when someone tells you no, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It simply means you can't do it with them. <laughs> <laughs> so find somebody else to deal with. <laughs> so where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So home sales jumped 32% last month compared to the previous one in Pennsylvania, according to the latest housing report prepared by one of my favorite groups, the Pennsylvania Association of Realtors. Very unbiased group. Very, very unbiased. <laughs> a couple problems with that group. Anyway, the state saw 11,421 home sales in March, up from 8,600 in February, and 99,20 in January. Home sales numbers are down 6.5% year over year, though. In nearly every market in the Commonwealth, we are continuing to see a strong demand for homes and an increase in sales. However, the inventory issue, which just continues, is a challenge for them entering the market, especially all these buyers. They just can't find anything. The number of houses listed on the market has increased 12.4% since January to 35497 last month. And while it's encouraging to see more homes coming on the market, it's not enough to meet the demand, even with the uptick in the mortgage rates. As we see warmer weather, COVID cases continue to fall, unlike our fabulous mayor in Philly thinks. <laughs> we believe more people will be comfortable listing their homes, and typically we see increased activity through the spring, late spring and summer months. The market inventory remains low with just 2.5 months supply. Oof. I think Philly's actually 1.9 or 1.7. But we're down 27.5% compared to a year ago. Looking at the numbers from just two years ago, the market had about 25,000 more homes on the market. The median sale price for all these properties closed in March rose 7.3% up to 197.787 compared to all properties closed in February up 10.5% wow. from this time last year. So managing expectations for both buyers and sellers is the best way to help guide your clients through this process and if these agents would just pick up that dreaded phone not the phone and call somebody <laughs> call somebody and reach out to what was that commercial? reach out and touch reach someone. out and touch somebody okay. Jeez, louise what's the rate all right mark so your 30-year fixed rate you are looking at 5.25. You happy? We're in the fives. You've been waiting. No, I'm not happy. I'm not all happy right. at all about this. 15-year, this, this four and a half. Your 30-year FHA is at 4.875. 30-year jumbo. Your 5-1 arms are starting to come out pretty heavy. Um, not a lot of companies are doing that right now. So it is, you got to take a look at it. And you know what they're saying is at the end of this saying? year, we're going to have the same amount of home sales that we did last year. So it's- They're wrong. It's, You're going to have more. Okay. From your lips. You're going to have more. Yeah. They, if I have anything show, to do with it. We talked about how wrong they were. They all, all the doom and gloomers, right. the COVID. Yeah. More houses were sold last year and the year before. And the same thing happened the year before that. So 
the experts. That and 50 cents will get you a pretzel. So anyway, with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. I got a short one for you. So the CEO is out jogging, Brian Monahan of Bank of America. And he's out jogging without his guards. All of a sudden, a guy with a ski mask jumps out of the bushes with a gun. And the mask says, give me all your money. Unwilling to do so, Monahan says, uh, uh, you can't do this. I'm the CEO of Bank of America. Then the man replied, oh, never mind. Give me my money. <laughs> That was so good. now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Katsaris, the Mortgage Mom. And our topic is, can you use the equity in your home to buy another one? Wow, that's good. That's like four out of 906. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not that bad. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, you may be thinking now is a great time to buy a second home or even an investment property. And having enough money for a down payment on a new home is often one of the biggest struggles that homeowners face. Many people don't want to tap into their 401k or their cash right now, which cash is not king when purchasing a home. But you may be wondering if it's possible to tap into all that equity that we've received since, let's say, 2020. Everybody has a very substantial amount of equity in, in their property right now. So, for some homeowners, it may be they may be able to even leverage the equity that they have built in their existing home to buy another one. So there's a few options for using the equity in your house, and you always want to consult with your accountant to see if there's going to be any tax implications. So whenever I'm guiding somebody and giving them advice, I always want to make sure that they consult with either their attorney or also their accountant. So let's look at some of the options. So you can refinance your existing property. So the first option you may consider is to refinance your existing home with what we call out a cash out refinance. The cash can be used to remodel your home. It can be used to pay off bills. You can even put your kids through college and it can also be used as a down payment for another property, whether a second home or also an investment property. Now, sometimes there are seasoning requirements on your down payment from funds when you buy a new home. So you want to check and make sure how long have you owned that current home before you can actually pull out all the cash in it. Um, And then you can just Seasoning. Yeah, it's called (coughs) seasoning. And how long is seasoning? Well, it's 12 months before you can actually pull out the equity. But if you paid cash, you can pay, you can wait six months and then pull exactly the amount that you paid for. So if you paid $100,000, six months later, you can pull out $100,000. That's only if you paid cash for it. Now, keep in mind the interest rates on primary residents are usually lower than those on an investment property. So if you're looking to put cash out of the investment property, the interest rate's going to be higher. And then the amount that you can pull out is also going to be different. So with a cash out refinance, your total loan amount 
you're typically, it can't exceed 60% of what the home's value is. On an investment property, that's going to be around 70. Another way to tap in the equity is to use your existing house is to take out a second mortgage. There are many different second mortgage options. You need to review them, but you can take out what's called a line of credit or a home equity line of credit, or you can also um, use the cash out like we just talked about. So a HELOC, again, which is a home equity line of credit, works like a line of credit against your home. You do not have to draw all the funds out with the HELOC. You can use them as needed. So let's say you're going to take a $100,000 line of credit that goes into an account. You don't necessarily have to use all of that 100000 You can use 50 of it. And when you use 50 of it, that's what you're making payments on. Correct. So there are seasoning requirements for the down payment. So you want to plan ahead and it, talk to somebody that knows what they're doing. <clears throat> I can recommend somebody if you need somebody. Understanding the downside to this. So when you use your existing home equity to finance a second home, you stand to lose your primary if you fall behind on the loan payments. So equity lines of credit usually have a variable interest rate, which means your payments could skyrocket over the course of time. The home equity loan also tends to have shorter terms than a standard mortgage. So usually with your standard mortgage, you're looking at about 30 years. With your line of credit, it can be anywhere from five years, seven years, even 10 years. Home equity loans, um, like I said, have a standard, a shorter standard, which means you might have a larger monthly payment to manage. The other option is doing interest-only payments. So if this is something that you're going to have over a short period of time, you can make the interest-only payments and then pay it off in a year. As long as your payments... Yeah, yeah that's a bad move. <laughs> Yeah, well, it yeah that's, that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff vets and uh, dentists recommend. Yeah, yeah, I, now, I'll give you a new you, set of teeth, eighteen grand, and if you pay it off in one year, no interest. And uh, three hundred sixty-six days later, the interest rate's twenty-eight percent. Sounds like you have experience in that. Yeah, I got experience <laughs> with a few of them. Uh, My dog's looking at me. Guy, you got to do something. You got to do something. <laughs> Whatever you decide, be sure you are working with your accountant, your financial advisor, and of course, a licensed mortgage professional like the mortgage mom. Um, You might be sitting on an opportunity to expand your home ownership within the equity of your existing home. I mean, I have clients now that, you know, bought a duplex back in 2020. They're now buying another duplex and renting out that and pulling the equity out for their down payment. So it's a win-win. It's just a. Yeah, there's all kinds of. This market's great. There's all kinds of opportunities. I know. My husband and I, and I know you're going to laugh. I can't even say it out loud because you're going to. You're actually going to sell again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this one works out. I'll buy you a new light for your pool. That'll be the end of that deal. <laughs> All right. So I'm not even going to go down that road, but it's <laughs> the conversation is on the table. Let's put it that way. All right. All right. You ready for our questions and answers? Yeah, go ahead. Give me a question. I ratified a contract and I'm unable to get financing. Do I have to release the earnest money to the sellers? What is that? What kind of contract would they ratify that they're not getting financing? Well, they financing? just don't know what they're using the word ratified, like they're voting on 
the Constitution here or something. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, they have a, a executed contract and the buyer couldn't get the financing. If the agent was smart, they had in there based on getting the right. financing. So then the seller has to release the money. I can they can they can whine and complain and stamp their feet. One thing about that, the money always comes in fast, but it always comes back slowly. <laughs> I, I just had I just had an issue with a student came to me about a a broker that won't release the money because I think they spent it. Oh no. Oh well there's just one up in Bucks County, Judge. She's she spent two hundred grand. Of a guy put 200 grand down and she uh, figured she'd use the money and have it back by the time he went to settle. And they moved settle and them up and she didn't have the money. No longer in the business, probably in jail. <laughs> Did she put it on black? Little, I don't know. Little pigs get fed, big pigs get slaughtered. So what's the next one? The next question is In New Jersey, is the seller required to obtain a smoke certification in mm. an as is cash contract? Or only now, I don't know what that means because New Jersey just okayed uh, smoking pot, right? So is that that does that count? <laughs> you got an answer for that, Miss Tessa Karras? Miss what? Huh? Miss what, Ralph? What, what did you call me? Well, wait a minute. Maybe you were smoking some of this stuff or something <laughs> here. You got a smoke cert in New Jersey, do you? We do anyway, not have the a answer. To the question is a smoke detector. It's a smoke detector, and it's probably by township in Jersey. So I don't think it's there's a state law that you're supposed to have a smoke detector, but and it's an as is deal. So, well, we don't require that's, COs, that's another one so. that that's another one that bugs the hell out of me. Every deal is as is. When you finally settle and the table keys slide across the table, it's as is. Advertising as is is a bad move. Then you're going to chase some people away because they think it needs a total rehab. I've seen senior citizens do this with realtors, and the uh, house was in great shape. They just didn't want to do any repairs. So they said, put it in there as, as is. is. I know. So then some people cross that right off the left. Oh, it must need a touch of work. A bunch of work. It says as is. It's all in your perception. Did I answer that question or I just rambled? I think you rambled. But <laughs> all right, give me another one. I'll give you another one. Let's see if you can. Get- Spin that wheel again. Let's do this one. Question number three. Right. Pending buyers of my occupied home are asking to see the house again. It's the third time. I have to clean the house and then I have to vacate. The realtor says it's normal, is it? No. No. First of all, you don't want them going back all the time like that. These are the kind that when a re- when a, a buyer used to call me up and say, hey, can we get back in there? And I'd say, for what? Well, we want to do some measurements. For what? Well, the furniture we're going to order in the car. No, 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 no. You're not buying anything. But three times, you know, you get to to see it if you have a home inspection twice. I think that would be me. I'd be going back as often as I could. No, you wouldn't. I would. Because you're like a high, you're a high ID. You would plan to do it and then you go, never mind. (laughs) But it's not normal. You know, if you start letting them go back too many times, they'll start changing their mind. For sure. And then you got problems. Yeah, what's the All next right. one? Not too bad on that one, Mark. Not too bad. All no, right. Number four, does a broker have the power of attorney to sign a seller's name to contracts? Only if they sign the power of attorney. To give them the power. Which I, I have done this. You know, I had a seller that was gone. <clears throat> we did a power of attorney so I could be at the settlement and initial or okay and then call them up and say yes everything's good but you better have it in writing otherwise you're breaking the law 
All right, so, let's get the last, last question. One. If a collection shows up on your credit report during the waiting phase of your mortgage loan, do you pay it or get in touch with your lender? No, you wait until we refresh your credit, then it tanks, and then you tell me you didn't know. So the answer to that would be call your lender immediately. We can't help you if we don't know. And this would be like some weird collection that shows up after you ran their credit, it's, I guess? It's happened. Sometimes they get a letter in yeah, the mail. It definitely happens. Huh? Definitely, it definitely happens. happens. It happens with new, new construction. Sometimes uh, there's a um, new construction lien. Somebody didn't Mechanics GM, didn't lien. Pay somebody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right. They were pretty good. So what's coming up so next? So coming up next is going to be our guest segment with Melanie Banks and Ken Murawski of Century 21 Veterans and Water's Edge. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We will be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment, and we have Melanie Banks and Ken Murawski from Century 21 Veterans and Wooders Edge. Very good. How are you guys? Hey, how you guys? Good, good to see you? you again. Good to see you. Good to be seen. So nobody's seeing anybody because we're on the radio. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's good to be heard. Big. There you go. Yeah, that's figure of speech. Well, we are in the studio, and it yeah. is gorgeous here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> My studio is gorgeous. That's enough out of you. All right. <laughs> so tell us what's happening, Ken and Melanie. So uh, let's see. Uh, we did our award ceremony this week. We are proudly uh, number six in the state. Uh, wow. Yeah, That's man. awesome. Uh, Congratulations. Thank, thank you. you. It's, uh, I, I would love to sit here and take credit for it. I know Melanie would too, but we can't. Uh, we had six agents in the top 100. Uh, wow. So, yeah, and one so, in the uh, Real Trends 500. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of cool to be us um, because we just sit back and let them do their thing, man. I mean, you know, we put them in a position to um, be successful and then get right out of their way and let them do it. So. I know you are guys are good leaders and good leaders give support, but don't over micromanage and, and you need to start grabbing some of my students coming down my school. Cause they're prime for you guys. Yeah. It's, we would love uh, that. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about it. Um, you know, I'm actually down in uh, our newest location now in West Palm beach. And uh, that's the focus for the next couple of weeks is to get agents in the door and, uh, you know, see if we can't duplicate down there what we're doing, uh, you know, up in Pennsylvania and Jersey. Yeah, just do the same system. Tell us a little about, I've been talking to a bunch of brokers lately, and I've been hearing all different stories about some agents doing really good and a lot of agents struggling. What do you guys think? Oh my God. I think we might be in the same groups when we listen to uh, social media. Honestly, that was a conversation the other day where agents were saying what they were hearing on the, me the media was super negative and that's what they keep saying. And then we have agents in the office who are doing so well because they're not listening to a single thing the media says. I think my top guy doesn't watch the news. 
and he doesn't like interest rates to him are not, I mean, obviously they're a thing for Deanne, but they're, they're not really a thing for him because he kind of walks the buyers right through, okay, this is the rate today. Let's move on and keep going. And it's as if he doesn't miss a beat, you know, with, with clients and just keeps putting them into houses. And I, I guess his mindset is so positive that it doesn't matter what the market is doing. He is still putting buyers in houses and still selling houses all the time. Well, and the big so. myth out there is like the media, you know, they talked about the rates for a few days because they saw it as bad news. But in yep. historically, these are great rates. Uh, yeah, they keep they keep talking about a crash. Oh, my God, the rates are going to go so high. It's going to crash. And, yeah, that know, in the they, bubble. There's no bubble. That's ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. The report said it best 100 years ago, man. Whether you think you can or you think you can't. You're right. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, man. I mean, you know, our top producers are constantly looking for ways to do business. And our, our less than top producers are looking at it like, well, that's the way it is. They're looking for I, excuses. Yeah. Uh, well, I just read a study and it went, talked about all the news, social media and everything else about all the things that realtors do. And the one thing that was the most consistent out of all of them was making phone calls and staying in touch with your database. Yeah, 100%. It's not rocket science. But it did, well, here's the a thing. lot of them are just scared of that phone. I think yep. people have a tendency to try to avoid the phone. You know, yeah, my they phone, do. And again, I'm an old school guy. So it, for me, I can go two, three text messages deep, and then I got to pick up the phone and talk to somebody. One, my thumbs are just not that fast. Right. Um, two, I, I just want to have a conversation with somebody because I can't pick up inflections from an email. Right? And, and, and texting is dangerous. All you got to yeah. do is read a text wrong and you got a problem. Yeah, sure. Now, or text the wrong uh, now person. typing fast, <laughs> back in the BlackBerry days with a QWERTY keyboard, I could type that thing doing 70 miles an hour. <laughs> well, that's the first thing I didn't like about when the new phones came out, the flat ones. It was like, I can't feel the keys. Yeah. <laughs> right. And now we can't see the keys. <laughs> <laughs> At least I no, can. but I, I'm I'm really curious. Like in your in your office, do you have do you deal with that? Like some agents just don't want to pick up that phone. Oh, always. Yeah, we have conversations with agents every day. They come in the door, tell us how bad things are, and then I, you know, and you know this from running offices. You gotta, you know, you gotta be that guy where you're taking that on board and having a conversation. But at the end. I think you got to try to straighten them out as far as this is what has to happen. And so invariably I'll have a conversation that says, listen, I appreciate what you're saying. However, I got 10 guys over here that are doing this stuff every day and right. this is how they're doing it. And a lot of people want to make it complicated. Our business is it's just simple. All you have to do in order to be successful in real estate is talk to somebody. That's right. That's it's it. a numbers game. And yeah. I try to, and how would I tell the students and what, and these people haven't even got their license yet, but as soon as I say scripts and phone calls, I can feel the cringes in the room, oh, but sure. then I explain the desk to them. And then I explain to them that they're coming from contribution. And then they start to see how it makes sense that they're helping people and it changes their mindset. Well, we'll tell you this also, Mark, there are people who just simply cannot do that whole phone thing, right? It's yeah, the high real high C's. See it as you know they saying, see right? it as conflict. Right. So what you have I, to do is you have to figure out a way to get them productive. And that's some of the things that we've done over the years is if I identify somebody who can't just not gonna be able to pick up the phone, 
how can they do it? What we do is we get their phone to ring, right? How do we right. do that? Let them text, let them email, let them Facebook, let them just many other things that will happen. And then that phone will ring. Melanie, you want to elaborate? Oh my God, that phone is like my nightmare, honest to God. I, I have a paper bag that I have to breathe into if I'm on the phone like that. But if they call me, I'm, I swear, Mark, I'm not kidding. I will hyperventilate and, and I'll have a panic attack, but if they call me, then it's different. So the last, like, since I've been in business, I've had to go after business, but I've gone to the point where I lead generate online for business and then they call me. So as soon as they call me, it's not a cold call anymore. And I don't know that there's really a difference, but in my head, there's a difference. Yeah. That's in your head. So, Right. It is. It's absolutely in my head. But if I can't pick up that phone to make the call and say hello, but I can pick up the call to say, hi, how can I help you? Somehow that's different for me. So we teach them because we do have a lot of agents that are just like me with a paper bag. I teach them a different way. So I've got some that can absolutely pick up the phone and make the call and others who have to go my direction to do it. And it's I guess it's just a different way of explaining it. And once we can explain no, it that, that way. You explained it right. And I, I talked to 50 of you today. <laughs> I called you up 50 times because you sent me an email. <laughs> and I called you up and hello. And, I, and then we had a conversation. Yeah. And everything was good. <laughs> so, Ken, Melanie, if somebody has questions yeah. and maybe they oh. want to join your team, whether and it's. And they want to call you. <laughs> they're going to call oh, you. They can call me. They can call me. I love to take phone calls. Okay. <laughs> you can get you can get me at 215-834-1051. And for the next three weeks, you can get me down in Florida at 561-758-8855. And he'll be at the 19th hole, and that phone number is. There's no cameras down there. From what I understood, I don't know. All right. Very good. Thank and you, guys. And if you guys ever want me to come in like a Zoom call to your agents and do my zero to 20 million class, I'll do it for you gladly. Thanks, be great. Appreciate that. I appreciate you guys being our sponsors, really. Yeah. We've been friends a long time. We love it. All right. Very good. All right. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, which is buyers and sellers believe in the current market. That was not right. Myths. Yes. Buyers yes. and sellers believe in the current market. All right, very good. <laughs> Finally, Deanne screws up when I get on a case, too. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All positive, all the time. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHTO Positive all the time. So we're at the end. I'm afraid to say it, but we are at the topic of the day, yes. and it's myths, buyers and sellers believe in the current market. Correct. And there's a lot of them. And I'm going to have to go through this real quick because it's pretty long. But these buyers, you know, the current marketplace sellers think they have won the lottery and cashing out according to the, their timing and terms. However, they're... They were confused about where to go. And buyers, on the other hand, have felt defeated many times before they even started. Some people make too many offers. They get fed up. 
start sitting on the sidelines, suspend the search, wait for things to ease, whatever. The current market is a challenge for both buyers and sellers, but in different ways. And what are the myths that sellers and buyers believe the most? You know, like we talk about the big 20% down math right. and you need 700 credit score. That's why 48% of Philly rents. Anyway, seller myth number one, no seller preparation required. These some, A lot of these sellers think they don't have to bother doing anything to get their home ready because there's no inventory. Well, people still, you know, first impressions make, you know, make have a big impact. Sure. So they think they should be sold after a few hours or days on the market. And why bother uh, if there's no oldest competition, right? Incorrect. Buyers still need to see the home that is clean, beautifully furnished, helps to inspire confidence that they're not buying a money pit. Unless the property is being marketed as a teardown or, or a full rehab, you know, you got to have this place in, sh- in shape because then you get the best buyer. Instead of being day one and that everything hits and the home may fall behind in the market because it's a mess and you could end up sitting on the market, you know? Also, a home that has just been on the market may have to re- uh, renegotiate with the buyer after some, if the contract's changed, there's some, there's some problems, whatever. There's going to be something. Something, exactly. Seller, seller, seller myth two, crazy asking prices. In addition to not having the property pre- uh, properly prepared, some of them are just asking for too much money. I heard a little, had a conversation with a broker about South Philly, where there's a bunch of houses sitting on the market a long time because they all think they're going to get this outrageous number, which is not going to appraise. They want 50000 more than the neighbor's house went for. You know, these things still got to appraise. So you got to be businesslike. So, you know, you, you're not that seeing. I'm seeing a few once in a while somebody dropping prices because they must have started out outrageously right, that, high. They started off way too high in the beginning. Yeah. So you're going to see some that are coming back to reality. Third, check myth, check-in after closing is free and guaranteed. You know, there's no guarantee. You got to go through a home inspection, an appraisal. Underwriting. Uh, there could be some things that change or underwriting. Who knows? Like there's going to be some stressful items during this closing. So it's not an automatic that you're going to get to the table. Fourth myth, selling is as is is easy. This is a bit. This as is is a, another big myth. I'm selling my has, house as is. We're like talking with Ken and him. You know, they're, they're all as is at the end. When you settle, they're as is. But Advertising as is, is a bad marketing tool. I've seen knocked out houses that I have sold that the seller said to me they want to list it as is because they want to do any repairs. I'm like, you're going to eliminate some of the top buyers because they don't want to move into a fixer upper. They want everything done. And if you put, and yours is knocked out, you put as is, a certain percentage of buyers are not going to show up. Myth five, buyers must let go of the unexpected. Many sellers will be accustomed to the unexpected situation in which the buyer drops theirs in this market. Different buyers have different risk tolerance. The biggest deal of someone's life has already caused a lot of anxiety, not to mention risk the unexpected, like abandoned inspections, appraisals, financing. You know, some of these people are giving up all that they stuff. They can't give that up. I know. That's, it's risky. They cannot give that up. It's risky. You know, Even with the cash program that we're doing? Yeah, that's a great program. Still doing an appraisal. But you, and, yeah, still, and you want a home inspection. You don't want to take chances. You have to have chances. a home inspection yeah. for a peace of mind. 
Right. You don't want to be stuck with some, you know, 25 year old heater as soon as you move in. And, right. and, and six, buyer miss six. I'll wait until the prices drop. That, yeah, you're if you be do waiting that, a long time. you're going to be waiting a long time because yeah. I don't see in the near future prices dropping. We're, it's just, there's this inventory being We're so low. We're in the norm right now. Yeah. And then seven, the housing market will collapse. The doom and gloomers are out there. The housing market is not going to collapse unless they something dramatic happens. Real estate is booming, but the media doesn't talk about it because they only talk about bad news. They talked about the interest rates for about a week because they thought that was bad news. And overall, right. the big picture is the way you should look at things. You know, we could be at 18%. We're at five. So whatever. And then the next one, eight, is an important meet. To let go of all surprises, many buyers feel they let go of all the contingencies to get a competitive offer in today's market climate. It's not like this. Buyers may have surprises, but they need to be smart about how they structure them in the offer. So right. buyer needs to consider whether they can afford to guarantee a certain price of the seller. If not appraised, communicate their offer, the time frame. I actually read something that about what you do all the time, Deanne. You call up that agent and talk to them about your buyer. You take that extra step. Right. And nine, you can't negotiate overpriced properties. If they're too overpriced, they're not going to appraise. And then the last okay. one is it's best to buy off-market properties. <laughs> That's a big-time myth. Like who? How many of these are there where somebody knows of a buyer that's going to a seller that's going to sell their ass, and you're going to get it before it hits the market? Anyone else? Right? You know, the odds are slim to none that that's going to happen for you. All right, that was great. We got to jump too, into Doctor Abelson. That was how to do that quick. So, all right, so we're up to our segment with asking Doctor A, and today the topic is using the disc with Doctor Abelson to master your team performance. This is a one of my favorite topics, doctor. So you start it. Well, why is it? I'm curious, Mark. Why is it one of your favorite topics? Because I teach this all the time uh, about how to hire assistants, how to build teams, who to hire, how to hire, what to look for so you don't make mistakes. Well, good. Then you can help me with throughout this entire series. And I'm looking forward yeah, to send that. Send me a certification. I think I deserve <laughs> one. <laughs> After 13 years. <laughs> Well, we have our next certification class starting in two weeks, and it's online, so you don't I have know. to go anywhere. Anyhow. I think I I qualify already. <laughs> I talk to you every Tuesday. <laughs> oh, you're certified, all right. Yeah, well, certified. We don't have to go there. You're certifiable. All right. So um, all right. anyhow, the neat thing about the DISC is there's so many different ways to use it with your team. It's Mark, you identified, and we'll just talk about those ways today, and then in in the next series, what we'll do is talk about more specifics as far as how to use it. But for example, it's great to use it, as you know, to hire somebody and to hire the right person. More importantly, what's what's really helpful with our disc is we plot people on a, on a wheel and it's a spatial wheel. Uh, and right. what you want to have in your team is you want to have people in all different parts of the behavior wheel to have a balanced team. So you have people who have D behaviors and I behaviors and S behaviors and C behaviors. So for example, right. if you don't have C behaviors, then you're not going to have anybody in your team that's focusing on the detail. If you don't have any S behaviors, then you're not going to have somebody who's who's going to be their supportive or to do the little things that have to get done because if- or And the cheerleader. Yes. 
And if you have, if you don't have a D what ha- on behavior, then what happens is you don't have the direction, you don't have the structure, you don't have the sense of urgency. And if you don't have the I, you don't have the uplifting, you don't have the interaction. So you need to have people in all different areas of the wheel. And ours is the only disc. There's dozens of discs out there. Ours is the only disc that actually has this spatial wheel. So you can determine where people need to be. Now, what goes along with that is you can therefore identify very quickly what you're missing in your team. All right. right. And you can then try and supplant that by either hiring somebody or ask some, asking somebody if you have a large enough team to have those types of qualities. Now, it's really important that you have those qualities during the team meetings as well. So it's important to use our discs during the actual dynamics of the team when you're meeting with people and trying to get things done. Again, if you don't have either any of those quadrants filled by at least one person, then you're going to be missing those behaviors and your team's not going to be able to be effective because of that. Additionally, Yeah, and you miss a ton of good ideas. Yes. Like a good, me- a good leader understands you're the bunch of S's and C's sitting around the table with their arms crossed waiting for you to, to tell them what to do. But if a good leader draws them out exactly. and they start giving ideas, they take, I know with my team, with the school, they take a lot of 80% off my plate Yes, and, and, and they're very organized and they come up with great ideas. Yes. Deanna, did you say something? But I do. So when you're saying, you know, you got to see what you're missing you know, with somebody that does your program and and they you do all the discs and you come back, are you telling them what they're yes. missing or do they have to read everything and nope. go through everything? Nope. We, you lay it all we out have for a, them. We have one page and it's a graph and everybody's plotted on that one page and I can tell them an instance in, in a second or two what they're missing and what they have too much of, okay? Because right. teams can have too much. That's perfect. All right, That's so perfect. next time we'll continue I, I've been telling – I've been talking, right. we should continue with this because I got a couple companies I've been telling they, with their turnover, they need to use you. So contact us right, at Abelson at Abelson.net and we will be delighted to work with you and your team. Very good. Very good. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net, or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to our guest today, Ken and Melody from Century 21 Veterans, and also at their Florida office. They're great sponsors. And to our listeners for tuning in every week here on Talk Radio 1210, we hope to make you a faithful listener every week if you have first time you heard the show. And you can listen every Saturday at 1 o'clock. We're looking for a couple of sponsors if you want to join a team. Glad to have you. Give me a call. I always answer my phone. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive. All positive. All the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.